Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here, and welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Monday. You know, one of the people that I follow closely is a gentleman by the name of Vern Harnish. I'm sure you've heard of him. If you haven't, look him up. Vern, H-A-R-N-I-S-H. He is brilliant. He's a great aggregator, a great thinker, and he pulls together great thoughts that challenge me to think better and to think about things. Something that he said recently really challenged me to think about what are those things that I need to know to be successful, to stay ahead of the curve, and to be able to keep up with all the changes that are happening in technology, global economy, and science. And, um, you know, the world, everything is changing. Everything is being reinvented. So I came up with my own six no's, K-N-O-W-S. Now, they may be modified, but right now, this is my thinking. I'm going to share it with you. I'd like your input. My six no's are as follows. First, know that being in gratitude trumps being grateful for. Two, you have to know yourself. Three, you have to know your team. Four, you have to know your customers. Five, you have to know your capabilities. And six, you have to know that your gut is no longer your boss. Let's briefly talk about those. So being in gratitude versus being grateful for. Being grateful for requires expectations. Being grateful for sometimes is confused with having a positive attitude. When you can be grateful in, things around you, you may not be grateful for. I have seen people that are living with life-threatening illnesses that are not grateful for the illness. But they're grateful in all of the blessings and the other things that are in their life. They're grateful in, and that sustains them with amazing energy and amazing growth. And uh, whether the problem is illness or health or whether it's financial or economic or personal relationships, if we can stay grateful in, then we stay in abundance and we attract greater opportunities and greater solutions into our lives. So first of all, we, we, we focus on being grateful in, not merely grateful for. Uh, secondly is to know yourself. If you expect to grow your company, let's say you want to grow your company by 30%. What does that mean for you? What do you have to do? What should you do for yourself? You have to ask yourself, how can I grow by 30%? If I'm going to be the leader of this company and being the leader, the one that inspires and provides the vision and encourages and cheers people along and supports people, then I have to be in a position to be able to grow myself and share that growth. If I hire a personal coach that's going to come in, a mentor, that's going to be able to somebody, you know, so many leaders at the very top of their companies don't have somebody to call and talk to. They really don't have. One of the things that I find that creates the greatest value for, the, for what my clients tell me my thrivers, I call them. My thrivers tell me that the greatest thing I do for them is I give them an ear. Somebody that can, with an outside thinker that's not in the forest, that can actually help them think through where they can't really talk that over with family or with their business. It gives them that outside presence. Who do you have? Who are you working with? How are you becoming stronger? How are you investing in yourself? Third thing is, you know, um, uh, you've heard me say before, probably, uh, talking about as it relates to families and, uh, and the traditional estate planning that goes on, that there's nothing as unequal as the equal treatment of unequals. Now, think about that in terms of a business. I think that's exactly the truth in the business. Unions come in and try and bust that. The government comes in and says, no, you need to treat everybody the same. It's not going to happen. You're not going to have a thriving organization if you treat everybody exactly the same. Perhaps what we're talking about here is not identical outcomes. We don't want to have the same identical outcome from everybody. I don't want to, I don't expect the same identical outcome for my children. I don't expect the same identical out, outcome for those people that I work with. But I do expect identical uh, opportunities. 
How can we make the opportunities for people to grow within their unique ability and make them the same? So knowing your team is extremely important. I look at it as an organizational chart. Dust off that old organizational chart that you have in your drawer and pull it out and you'll look at it and you're right there on top. Turn it upside down. See what that means then. Instead of having direct reports, call them your direct supports. These are the people I'm directly supporting to make our customers' relationships better, make our business better. I think you'll have a different attitude. So, okay, know your team. Number four, know your customer. How do you do that? Well, a strategic coach, we have a thing called top 20. What are the top 20 relationships or opportunities that are going to mature over the next 90 days? Keeping focused in on that. And then we have our farm club, those that we want to keep on our list and stay on top of and be present for. That's, we have to understand their DOS. What are their dangers? What are their opportunities? What are their strengths? And can we help them eliminate those dangers, capture the opportunities, and reinforce their own strengths? And uh, truly understanding that makes us grow. I know of one company that Vern mentioned where the senior management went out and did a P&L on each of their customers to make sure that they were in their top 20, to make sure that they were the ones that deserved their attention. And they're constantly asking, how can we develop deep customer intimacy? How can we strengthen those relationships? How can we make them profitable for them and for us and stay interested? Then you have to know your capabilities capabilities right now with what's happening in the world with all of the technology and everything that's going on capabilities sometimes are running way behind our growth way behind our desire and our ability to serve and our ability to compete so we have to know our our capability our technological capability and our individual capability are is our team are we scaling do we have we made our team aware that every member has the opportunity to challenge the status quo Every member of the team should be asking, how can we do this faster? How can we do this better? How can we be bigger? How can we do this bigger? And how can we do it easier? That should be a constant question that's out there on how to know our capabilities, but to use the resources and technology to make them better. Finally, the last thing is your gut is no longer your boss. We've depended on our gut for way too long. Now, how do we make decisions and the decisions we make, how we make those decisions, that becomes the culture of our company. Making good decisions and repeating those decisions develops great culture within the company. You do that through wisdom. You do that through the capturing the experiences and the learning that you have and the wisdom that goes along with that and then combining that with data-driven decisions. You have to put the two together. And so it's no longer just I rely on my gut because things are changing too fast. You've got a great team. Get them to go out and and challenge the status quo at every level and then make sure your technology, your capability is providing you with the data that you need to make data-driven decisions. So what are my six things again? Know that being in gratitude trumps being grateful for. Know yourself and invest in yourself. Know your team and that there's nothing as unequal as the equal treatment of unequals and turn that organizational chart on its head. Know your customer, be interested, know their dangers, opportunities, and strengths and how to solve them for them. Know your capabilities and be willing to go out and scale, but get your whole team to challenge the status quo. And then know that your gut is no longer the boss. You've got a team that you can work with. You've got abilities to capture wisdom and stories, to develop your wisdom narrative going forward, and you have data available to you. Make sure you're making data-driven decisions. 
Have a wonderful, meaningful week. I'll talk to you next week. I hope this has been helpful. Bye-bye.